Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. <laughs> Happy Friday. couple of things before we get back into the meat and potatoes of it all. I need to thank you listeners because yesterday at Mary Ellen's, you guys were exceptional. Uh, Wednesday at... <laughs> At, at Dak Shack. You guys were acceptable. The folks that came in, I went over to Lincoln's Pub and a couple people grabbed me and said, we want to help. And they did. And they did something this morning that is incredible. Uh, we had another listener come in who who just was thoughtful and, and made a donation so we could take care and for a specific athlete. And I just texted the athlete and the athlete is in tears because somebody cared, right? Did a thing. Um, Rick Myers here doing his thing, dropping off stuff so we can do what we do. Listen, you guys are the best. When it comes to just, we put out a, a call to arms, you guys show up, you rally, um, and you are appreciated. So I, I just have to say that we have the best listeners. I was telling um, somebody from the Lincoln Journal Star that, listen, we I, I love our listeners. Like Our, our listeners, are, they engage, they show up. We, we say we're going to be somewhere. They coming. Um, they see us in the community. They handle their business. Um, but, you know, three different separate entities making donations this morning was just incredible. So kudos, bravo. You are appreciated. Um, Jay Foreman. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. How do we get the conversation started so that we can take care of st- student athletes get taken care of the way that they need to be taken care of? On a roster of 150 kids, right? Right. On the football program. Um, certain, some of them are driven by self-motivation. They want better for themselves, right? Right. Some of them are driven by social media, attention, affection. Some of them are driven by a, a, a something that was missing in their lives. Right. And some of them are willing to – they just want to run through the wall for you and themselves. How is this? How hard is it to identify for the players that play for you? Well, I mean, it's right yeah, what they know, need and what they want. Players. Right? You know, I mean, that's huge. You got to know what type of player they are. Do they like pressure? You know, how hard you can push them, how you push them, how they learn, how they're motivated, um, who can motivate them, when to motivate them, when they're having stuff going on off the, in my case, the court football field or whatever i mean it's a it's a full-time job i mean you're managing at this age at any age personalities just like you're managing 100 to 200 personalities when you're a you know football coach at a power five so and it's no different than not only they're managing the players you got to manage the coaches because and the, the parents. Co- you and, and the parents. parents you have to manage parents you have to manage their friends you have to the manage position, their, their coaches. girlfriends you like you have yeah you, i mean it's a whole different things going on and, and you gotta <laughs> i mean and it's there's no days off there's no day off there's no easy day there, you know you, you know you probably should feel angst if it's like oh man that was a good day where I, you know i didn't have to deal with you know player you know any player issues or like not player issues but just something to take care of but you know i just think it's just one of those things that uh you know as much as when you hire a coach, it's a personality, but you got to hire a coach that has a personality or the background or the want to to coach and motivate every single one of his players and uh, get the most out of them. So, I mean, that's just 
the hard part of coaching, and then you got to hope and pray that they go out there and execute the stuff that they tell you they want to do and, and that what they need to do what's the best for the team. So in this day and age, it's it's hard because as much as you could be working out all this stuff individually, once they go outside of the, the, the doors, social media gets a hold of them. The other people around them get a hold, hold of them. And then next thing you know, everything that you've kind of worked on, it can be secondary. And if, and a lot of times, if it's not easy, you know, they view it as hard. Whereas it's not hard, you know, it's just part of the process and dealing with it. And you got to be persistent to, to get through that process in order to get to the rewards that you say you want. You just hit a thing. Can you be a great coach if it's easy? Well, great coach. That, well, that's just a – I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say it's a, a relevant question, but it doesn't really – Okay. Add up because there's not a there's not a great coach or great team that didn't start from you know building up and going through some stuff. So can you be a great coach if every if if there if if you don't fix problems if you have yeah you can, you can you can be a great uh, head coach because then um, if you got assistants that are your you know that can do that then okay. again you always want to if you have a coaching staff in my opinion, that everybody looks, talks, eats, thinks the same, you're uh, not going to win. You're not going to win. So that's where you have – Say that again, though. If you have a <laughs> coach staff that looks, talks, does everything the same, yeah. you won't get in you, – you, you will hit your ceiling really early and it will never be what you would like it to be. The best coaches – and this with Coach Osborne. I learned from Coach Osborne is, is that he had different personalities – but they all were doing it for the right reason, and they were either selling or coaching Nebraska in their own way, but it never was outside of what made Nebraska really, really good or what was being built here. So, um, And then, again, Nebraska at two or three different times through, like, the history, like up until I got here, had to fight through some stuff, whether it was getting over beating Oklahoma or it was winning a big bowl game, being able to compete with the Miami and Florida States. Those are, like – processes that you have to go through because those aren't easy you have to face the reality of yeah we're good in the big eight but when we go play these teams on new year's day and they got some speed we can't run our 5-2 defense we got to get some speed out there so now we got to recruit develop and have a roster management idea that's a little bit different so when they look and see a jay foreman or whatever you know play running back and you know receiver and all these other positions you got to have okay well you know you can play db you can play safety and you can play linebacker and then you, you know, they're recruiting, you know, defensive ends in high schools and putting them in defensive tackle, but they're not going to come to fruition until two years down the road. And so it just takes a little bit of time to to deal with it, but it's all encompassing. It's it's a very very hard process to do in this day and time because fan bases and sometimes athletic departments want everything so quickly and so easy that there's so many other factors that kind of get in the way that are like speed bumps that it would be great. Every coach would be like, man, if I could just sit in the room and coach, it would be great. But there's a lot of other obligations for not only the head coaches and the assistant coaches to do, and you're out there recruiting in a very, very competitive market because Nebraska has cachet that's, in my opinion, second to none to any to, to any school out there. But with the amount of games that are on TV – and the ability to, you know, you know, you got games on like Tuesday and Wednesday now, 
Whereas like before when you're recruiting that there was only a few conferences and teams that were on all the time, it, it, it makes it a little bit harder. So you got to find your way, be able to sell your product. And then you got to be able to coach your product, develop and X, you know, and all those other stuff um, year in and year out. And, and, and it be in it. And it's not year in and year out. It's day in and day out because you're recruiting for the future. You're re-recruiting for the present and you're re-recruiting the present for the future and who's going to be playing next year. And you got to develop them on and off the field, um, which takes a lot of, you know, a little bit more manpower now as well. I want your take, uh, your response to this from the text line. As a retired high school coach, I can tell you that parents and players don't want to hear the truth. AU coaches tell them what they want to hear so they can uh, elevate their program. What that say you to that? That is correct. It's uh, Like I said, there's a lot of coaches out there that put the coaching hat on and the only thing that they want to do is coach all the best players. And then they go re then they, you know, kind of push or cut players that um maybe don't play a role for them or that only does, you know, plays like two or three minutes and then they go get another guy to f- to fill it and then if you're talking to parents, they're not trying to hear it because all they want to hear is how many points Johnny's going to score, what, you know, what you know, what great team he's on and so forth and so on, and you know what yeah. was best. Well, how much? How many uniforms we got? How many uniforms we got? <laughs> um, Yo, do you allow me to wear whatever shoes, wear I, want? shoes I want? All that, all the stuff that don't matter, um, and how many minutes he's going to play? You know, and you know sometimes, and then you know sometimes you, you got a lot of parents that show up and they want to coach from the sidelines. I this is the one question I always wanted to ha- ask parents out there: Why pay money to whatever organization you you know you 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 pay for your son or daughter to play? for and in my, in my case you know i'm talking about boys basketball um middle school to high school pay money whatever fee it is mm-hmm. and come to the games and coach from the sideline i've literally seen i've had kids that were like during like a free throw like the kid will walk over to his dad and his dad will be coaching him giving like dude you ain't you don't even know our plays let alone that's why your kid might not know the plays and then you up there asking me why he ain't playing <laughs> Well, why don't you answer the question? So, if it, you can't if you can't run five and four out at eighth grade, you ain't playing. My one of my favorite things to do because I need to set a GPS. Like I I, I can't just be out here. I got to have a plan. I got to have a path to it. But to ask parents on day one when you first deliver me your kids to me, why do you want me to coach your child? Right. Right. L- just l- let that marinate. For, if you're a, a, why do you want me to coach your child? Or why does he want to? Why does he think he wants to play for me? Well, that's the second question. Yeah. That's the second question because if you don't understand that, I'm here for a reason. I'm good for you. I'm good for him. I'm good for us. And if you understand that, then cool, we can get to work. But I think there are too many cases, and even at the college level, I really, I swear, I wish that you could be in the room when folks are getting ready to make collegiate de- commitment decisions and recruiting decisions to ask the question, why do you want to play for it? Like, stop, flip it. Why do you want to play for, for Scott Frost? And why do you want to play for Nebraska? If you ask those questions, right. a lot of the nonsense that you have to deal with later on gets removed. Right. It gets removed. Uh, we'll throw it a break. We'll come back more old school. Um, Jay, I'm going to get into your brain again, man. 
Father's Day, why are we, why do parents, why do families want to play on Father's Day, but they don't want to play on Mother's Day? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that when we come back. <laughs> Watch Old School Live on Facebook, YouTube, or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.